We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. This is the Blessing from the Valley podcast, and this is your host, Mark Brandon, hoping you are having a wonderful day. And uh, we're thankful we have the Bible in front of us. And I don't know what you're doing as you're watching or actually not watching, but listening to this podcast. You could be driving down the road. You could be in your office working. Um, But Hey, we're glad you joined us. And so I have a Bible in front of me and I have it open to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And I want to share just a few things with you today that I hope will be helpful and uh, certainly a blessing. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 14, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead, and that he died for all that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Then the Bible says, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world into himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Then verse 20 says this, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled unto God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You know, when I read that passage of Scripture, you know what I think about? Wow, what a supernatural life. I mean, that's supernatural. Talking about this ministry of reconciliation, talking about uh, being a new uh, creature uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ, talking about being an ambassador for Jesus Christ. I mean, this is just not normal. It's, it's abnormal. It's not natural. It's supernatural. So I want you to think that with me. Think with me. Think about being a Christian. Think about Christianity. It is a supernatural, I mean a supernatural encounter from the beginning to the very end. And so listen, the Christian life, it's supernatural form, and it is a supernatural life, and I'm so very thankful for that. And if you're saved today, I want you to know you're living a supernatural life. You have a supernatural Savior. Uh, We have a supernatural uh, birth. And so we're going to get into all this, but the Christian life is supernatural from the beginning to the end. So I want you to think with me today, and I just want to be an encouragement. It's centered in a supernatural person, and that person is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so very thankful that Christianity is centered in him. You say, Pastor Mark, where did your doctrine come from? It came from Jesus Christ. The final authority, the sole authority of our faith and practice is from the Bible. And when you read the Bible, it is centered around the supernatural person of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I'm thankful that the supernatural life begins with a supernatural experience. Here's what the Bible says. We must be born again. We must be born again. We must know what salvation is. And I'm so very thankful that, yes, we were uh, sinners. The Bible says that all men have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And so our physical birth condemns us. And so we must be supernaturally born again. That's called the new birth there in John chapter 3. And it's a supernatural experience. And I want to say, if you know Jesus Christ and you met him by faith, that is a supernatural experience, getting saved. It's a beautiful day. So it's centered in a supernatural person. It begins with a supernatural experience, getting saved. And then notice this, it is made possible by the supernatural ministries of what? The Holy Spirit of God. See, when you got saved, the third part of the Godhead indwelled you, the Holy Spirit of God. And I'm so very thankful that he ministers to us. He convicts us. He comforts us. He challenges us. I thank God that the supernatural Christian life should be aided by the supernatural ministry of the Holy Spirit. Now, here's another one that I love. We talk about the Christian life, Christianity. Its teachings are contained in a supernatural book. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm going to start a series. I actually started it a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to finish it up in March and April. And I want to talk about, I've been preaching on what the Word of God has been likened to. The Word of God has been likened to a sword. The Word of God has been likened unto seed. The Word of God has been likened unto a hammer. The Word of God has been likened unto food. The Word of God has been likened unto water. I don't know of any other word that has ever been likened to those things. Why? Because the Bible is a supernatural book. It is relevant for today. Its teachings are relevant today. I've heard so many people say, oh, that's just the Bible. That's an old archaic book that is outdated. No, sir. I want you to know it's very valid for today. It is timeless. So we understand that our faith and the Christianity, its teachings are contained in a supernatural book, the Bible. Think of all through history who all has tried to stamp out and to exterminate and to extinguish the Bible. It's never going to be done. Why? Because it is a supernatural book. So yes, the Christian life is a supernatural life. Why? It's centered in a supernatural person. It begins with a supernatural experience. You must get saved. It's made possible by the supernatural ministry of the Holy Spirit. And our teachings and our beliefs and our doctrines all are contained in a supernatural book called the Bible. Now notice this. I want you to notice let me give you some other reason why it's a supernatural life. The vehicle of growth and the ministry through a supernatural body of people is through the church. That is a supernatural body of people. By the way, you put a group of people together to do anything, different backgrounds, the way they've been raised, different likes, preferences, dislikes. Listen to me, it is a supernatural thing that God unites and brings together a group of people in a local church to do the ministries of God and to be his mouthpiece here on this earth. It is supernatural. The church is supernatural, no doubt about it. 
So then we want you to notice this. It is waiting and hoping in a supernatural event. We're looking for the rapture, this lively hope that we have. We know that here after a while, and by the way, nobody knows the date, but we know that the Lord Jesus Christ is going to come and rapture all that are saved. And we know that that to be called the rapture. That is going to be a supernatural event. I'm going to say this. We've never seen anything like it. Why? Because it is a supernatural event of the rapture. So, yes, I truly believe that the supernatural life, the Christianity is a supernatural life. Why? Here's the last thing I want to share with you today. Its eternal home is a supernatural place called heaven. And, boy, I'm so very thankful that God has given us the promise of heaven. And it is a supernatural place. By faith, we see it. Uh, we also understand that no doubt the half has not been told about this beautiful place called heaven. Oh, I know we live in a day with scoffers. I know we live in a day where people say, oh, you believe in fairy tales and you, you're dreaming, Brother Mark. There's no such thing called heaven. Oh, yes, there's a place called heaven. He said, I go in to prepare a place for you. And by the way, this is a supernatural place. When you read about it in Scripture, by the way, the book of Revelation describes it. Part of it, I don't believe it describes all of it in detail, but what is told in detail, it's going to be a supernatural place. So I want you to know today, if you're saved, and you are a Christian, you are living a supernatural life. Why? Because the source, Jesus Christ, is supernatural. It begins with a supernatural experience and salvation. It is made possible by the supernatural working of the Holy Spirit of God. Its teachings and our preaching and our beliefs and our doctrine is contained in a supernatural book called the Bible, the vehicle of growth and ministry through the supernatural body of people is called the church. It's waiting and hoping. We are hate, waiting and hoping in a supernatural event, the rapture. And praise God, we're looking forward to entering our eternal home, which is a supernatural place called heaven. So I'm telling you right now, we have this in heaven too. Amen. I hope and pray you're looking on the bright side today and realize if you're a Christian, you're living the supernatural life. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.